It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. No Danny, and we're actually recording the intro this week. Not just not just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one. It's just Drew for, you know, twenty minutes, but only a third of the time. I should Ooh. have uh I guess I should have posted that one. Sorry about that. Oh, absolutely. But that's why you guys got a short a bridged version of the uh podcast that week. I chose I not. Think that's to, what the people want, though. I chose not it's to record just, the other just two. Just you. Yeah, just me responding to you guys that aren't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's better than me well, just talking. I don't know about that. <laughs> Is that how you spend your day too? Just normally, like just responding to people who didn't say anything. Oh yeah, all day. Nice. So so what do you what do you got in your hand there, Drew? Uh my dongers. Are you uh <laughs> do you have your dongers with you? <laughs> I can grab my dongers, hold on. <laughs> there we go. I got was uh dongers. I was just, you know, touching and feeling my dongers, checking them out. I feel pretty firm. Yeah, definitely. Got the, the two tone coloring. Right at the, uh, yeah, right at the head. <laughs> did they the head. Uh, yeah. Did they release, uh, where were those cigars made? Wait, cigars? Oh, oh, we're talking about the hot ticket uh, cigars. Dongers knockout. Dongers. They're made by Rodriguez Cigars. Ooh, very cool. Yeah, our friends at the Hot Ticket Podcast uh, just released some cigars called Dongers Knockout. They're like 28 bucks for a five-pack. Uh, you can buy them at Cigar Yard if you're interested. We have no idea if they're good. We just got them today. No idea. I'll find out uh, this week, hopefully, sometime. That might be... But, uh, I, do have some, I do have some... Duh, stupid microphone. Quit. I do have some topics this week. What? Surprisingly. I know. I know. You feeling all right? Once a month, I get something. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Miracles can happen. They can happen to you. (laughs) Our content grew three sizes that day. Let's start with them. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, okay. since, since I'm on it and I was going to say it, uh, do you guys have a, uh, Christmas cigar? Do you have a Christmas, uh, lineup? Well, that was actually a question I think we got this week. Was too. it? I didn't, I didn't get the well, questions. It, it was, it was what, what cigar are you going to smoke to ring in the new year? I think so. Okay. We, we could just, and we, we, we lost the cow. Oh. <laughs> Took him out the pasture. <laughs> Take it back. back. Sorry. Back. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a different lineup, I think. 
depending on what you're, you're doing for you're the doing evening. You're doing a whole lineup? All right, hit it. Well, why don't you go first? Then? No, I'm wondering what everyone else's is. I need some input on... Uh... Oh, bullshit, Drew. Look, Christmas Day, um, let's say Eve and Day, I will probably smoke. The weather's going to be nice here. I'll probably smoke, I don't know, four or five cigars. Stop it. I'm serious. It's going to be nice here. We'll be in the 60s. I want pictures of every single one. Done. You'll get them. Lit. <laughs> You'll get them. Hold on. Who takes lit pictures? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, lit what kind of and, bullshit is and that? Pictures, proof of progression. Okay. Yeah, you know, take a picture of each third. Uh, done. Damn. Done. <laughs> I will post it in my... um. Uh, whatever that's called, timeline or whatever you call it. Stories. Stories. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, come on, man. Give it. Give us your lineup. All right. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a lineup. That's what I'm wondering. It'll probably be. Uh, I'll start off in the morning. Something Cuban. Maybe a Monty too. Mm-hmm. All right. Partagas maybe. Okay. Um, I've I've got. I should have went and grabbed my humidor. I have a little travel humidor that I put like. I put, like, a good lineup in. All right. I got, like, ten cigars in there. I should have grabbed that. Anyways, I probably have some Opus in there. Patinas mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my new dongers are definitely going to be in there this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, I'll probably have to go something, like, dark. Take take okay. it, Take it back to uh, Drew and Moe and Red Bull days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh... Ooh, maybe that maybe a TNT. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, I've still got some of those. I remember. Yeah, I remember you love that cigar. Or you know, maybe this year I might have. Uh, I'll have to see. I think I have one. A um, I'll go uh, go with uh, Ashton VSG. Ooh, that's a throwback. Yeah. yeah. Do they still? Uh, does he still do the TNT? Is that still a regular release? All right. I don't know. Yearly release? Well, not around here, at least. I don't know how people keep up, keep track of all this stuff. I like that cigar. I wish it was just a normal release. Yeah. Does Viaje even, does Viaje, and I, and I honestly don't know, do they do, I know they do yearly releases of stuff, but is there, is there like a core line of stuff that comes out regularly? No, I don't. I don't have a clue. Cow, do you know? I I don't know. Uh, it looks like there are two core lines, according to Cigar Aficionado. Uh, but no, I don't really know the Oro and the Platino. Hmm. I've never even heard. Of uh, oh yeah, maybe I have heard of the Oro. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, whatever. That's not the one with the turkey on it. No, that's not the important one. <laughs> <laughs> I got the candy cane for your, your Christmas. You, you thought about that one? I didn't get it. <laughs> no. I, I don't know where I, I can't get them now. You don't got any tucked back in the humidor? Um, I've got a... Is it the farmer hatchet zombie or whatever from Cal? That's the wrong holiday. I know. That's all I've got. 
That's what I'm you saying. Can't smoke it for another year. That's <laughs> another I, eleven months. I took it with me yeah. to Thanksgiving, and then I smoked that David off instead. <laughs> I messed up. And I messed up. Should have. Should have taken that shot while I had. That's probably that's got at least a year of age on it, right, Cal? Yeah, probably probably a couple few. Nice. Yeah. This this probably should have been the year. That that is a good cigar though. I, I'm not a big Viaje guy, but I do like those Farmer Bill hatchets. Yeah, I, I really like the Santoria. I thought that was my my favorite Viaje, by far. That was a good cigar. That was a broadleaf. Oh yeah, they do some good broadleaf. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Viaje makes they make they have some good cigars. Do you guys have like Christmas cigars? Do you guys do you guys are you guys looking forward I, to smoking anything? Is it just a normal day? I stopped doing, I, I told you guys, the beginning of, of COVID, I stopped doing the special occasion stuff. It's over. Those days are over for me. If I feel like smoking it, I'm smoking it. I don't care if I have one or 10 or 20 or three boxes. doesn't matter if I feel like smoking it, I'm smoking it. Oh, absolutely. So... Yeah, man, that's just uh, go where inspiration strikes. I just look forward to the, uh, I guess, the extra time off to uh, mm-hmm. maybe smoke more cigars. Because, mm-hmm. like, like currently, if I get the time to smoke a cigar in an evening or something, and we get nice weather, and I can get out there, uh, I want to smoke something I know is maybe good. Sure. And then, so if I've got more time, I would like to try something like... My dongers. Something new. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I get it. Cow? Instead, old trusty always comes back. The rotation. <laughs> Man, I haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should go in the Christmas uh, lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Kick your day off with it. What do you... <laughs> Did you get your palate warmed up? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Cal? I don't... It's cold here, man. I'm not really excited about smoking in the winter, really, at all. Um, I might be able to get one in. I'll probably... Like, I'll be off for a little while, right? So it probably won't be on Christmas. But someday when it's warm enough, I will... Sneak out to the shed and uh, nice. hang out for a cigar or two. Do you have some extra days off or no? Yeah, yeah, I've got like a week and a half off. So I'm gonna do jack shit. So you'll have some smoke time. I'll have some time. Just see if it turns into smoke time or not. It's got to warm up enough for you, dude. Put a heater out there. Get rocking. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm in the mobile lounge right now. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, those days are here. Yeah. The the Honda? No, we got no more Honda. Oh. Got got turned in. So I am uh borrowing a car from a friend. and that's what we're doing. Nice. No, I guess I'm not borrowing it. I'm sitting in it. Yeah. So No, I you know what, man, when when my lease ran out, I just decided not to get a car. So 
We're going to ride it for as long as we could. Nice. Yeah, save some money. True that. True that. Um, do you guys have any uh, Christmas foods or drinks that you're looking forward to? I mean, I've been eating Christmas cookies. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep eating Christmas yeah, cookies. Yeah. So, so you've been looking forward to cookies. Anything else? I've been. Um, no, no. It's it's just cookies. Are you That's an, life? Are you an eggnog guy? No. Good. <laughs> are you? No. That shit's terrible. I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sounds uh, good about that. Now, have you guys? Are, are you guys getting together with family for Christmas or are you, are you guys sitting it out? Um, we are. So I, um, we had my wife's, um, extended family Christmas this past weekend, Saturday. Um, so it was like her aunts and uncles got together. Um, a couple of the cousins, I guess, came in too. Um, ended up being like 14 of us. There's seven of us immediate family. So half of it was us. Um, and then Christmas, like even day will be immediate family. Um, just over at her parents' house. And then we'll meet my, my mom and her husband. Um, we'll meet up with them sometime this weekend. Um, but we'll meet them up at my office. Um, they clean, sanitize up there and stuff, and we'll we'll wear masks and whatnot for for their safety and whatnot. And uh, but we'll get to see them for an hour or so up there. So yeah, we'll get the we'll get the whole family. Different times, but yes, like a rotational. Uh... Yeah, yeah, just like my cigars. Uh, It'll be a rotational uh-huh. family. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm down to the last third of dealing with this person. <laughs> right, <laughs> starting to get bitter. It's starting to get better. <laughs> better put it out. <laughs> Cal, what about you? We're just hanging out at home with me and my wife and the kids. We'll uh, we'll do some zooms with other people, but that's about it. Nice. So, now we're boring, man. We got. Not a lot going on, which is uh, doesn't bother me at all. Right. It's like my dream, but it's not very interesting to talk about on a podcast. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So well, no- look, man, I it, it is. I don't know, man. It's not the the circle of people that are getting COVID now is getting closer and closer and closer to me. So. It's not. So you're spending like Christmas in the car, holidays. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No New Year's, no any, no Christmas, no nothing, man. Just sitting in the car. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah, we're. Cause look, I I would. My goal is to get back on the road first quarter next year. That's why you're in the car. Yeah, you're right. already ready to go. Yeah. So. I figure if I just stay in here for the next maybe month or two, I'll be good. There you go. <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome. Just yeah. sit in your car and smoke cigars. <laughs> it's like a tiny house, except it's just a tiny lounge and it's your house. Yeah. Right. 
do you guys have any Christmas traditions? Like, you all get together and Cal puts the star on the top of the tree, or you guys go out and sing, I don't know what. Yeah, Cal gets out there and sings. You spin the dreidel <laughs> if you're Jewish. I don't, I don't know. Can we can we pause for a second and think about how annoying Christmas carolers are as a concept? <laughs> People still like, do that. I don't. I hope not. I don't think they do that. Do they? Please I tell us. They, like come to your house and sing outside there. Yeah, like that's weird. Nobody should ever come to my house unless I've invited you ever <laughs> for any reason. How um, are you a dick neighbor? No, I'm just a. I'm a quiet neighbor, Ooh. which I think is the ideal neighbor. <laughs> right. Um, do you have not a, a dick at all? I just keep to myself compared okay. to my neighbors. You're not the neighbor though that like talks to your neighbors all the time and holds them up. No. Good. No, they're my neighbors, not my friends. Yeah. If one of my neighbors was my friends, that would be different, right? But they're they're not, and that's okay. Right. They're yeah. the people that, that watch my porch and tell me I have a package five seconds after it shows up. You get a phone call. Package on your porch. Okay. Do they really? Yeah. Your neighbors will? Um, yeah. Wow. So so it's funny you, you bring... Okay. So just to veer topic since you brought something up here. So my parents' neighbor across the street is a is a woman who lives by herself. Right. And she's the security system. Yeah. Right. But she always forgets her garage door open. Okay. And like at night. Right. And so finally I'm like, I'm like, you guys got it. You guys got to say something to this lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's growing not safe. Up, you know, growing up, I was friends with her son a little bit, but not really. Um, but you know, I mean, we were always cordial and, and very nice people, but we're more, more like cow, just kind of keep to ourselves. Right. And so anyway, finally we, we, she forgets the garage door one day and then my mom finally goes over there and says, Hey, listen, you know, you forgot the garage door again. And then she's like, here, can you take my phone number? And then if I ever do it again, can you let me know? And I think that's like the closest my parents have ever gotten to any of our neighbors in literally the 30 something years they've lived here. Is is letting the old neighbor know that they left their garage door open? <laughs> I mean like having someone's a neighbor's phone number. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? I guess we have right. one of our neighbors' phone numbers, but we don't talk to them much. Mm-hmm. We really just let them know when we're out of town and They'll like keep an eye on things, right? But that's about it. They have told them. I think that was that neighbor. They've told that neighbor because they'll leave their kids home sometimes when they right. go to like dinner. They're old enough now. I don't know what age limit or whatever. Anyways, they're old enough, and um, they've told them if there's ever any problem to come running over to our house. <laughs> Why is that? I guess we're the safe neighbors. I don't know. They <laughs> they see me loading up gum, guns every weekend to go shooting. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> go to the buff neighbor's house and take care of it. Go over yeah. there. 
But you know, look, what's interesting about that is, look, and this is and this is finally why I got I had convinced my parents to go say something. I said, if the wrong people see that, it makes everybody a target. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that in your neighborhood, right? Because now it's this neighborhood forgets their garage doors open sometimes. And so that that was kind of my, I mean, obviously the safety of a neighbor first and foremost, but yeah, also yeah, yeah. that safety of my, you know, my parents too, you know? Yeah, go jiggle so, this door handle, you know, see what else is open. A- absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's crazy, man, because dude, even like 10 years ago, you would never even worry about that. I mean, things have just changed. It's sad. Mm-hmm. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So no You're Christ- gonna tell the carolers to get the fuck off my lawn. Yeah, no Christmas traditions. Let us know if you have a lot have, of Christmas uh, traditions. If you have carolers ever come to your house, if anybody's listening to us this week. What's that? Let us know. People yeah. actually listen to this? The the few that do, let us know if you have carolers. Give them one of your yeah. dongers if they come and carol. Here's another thing I never understood about neighbors. Okay, we're the quiet neighbors. I get that. Great. Kyle, you seem to be the same way. Drew, you're fucking white or whatever. Okay, but <laughs> for I never understood the neighbors that call like the police or whatever if people are being loud. And on the surface, you might be like, well, if it's like super late, it's kind of disruptive and ignorant and, and whatever. And I get that. Okay. But I'm a big believer that a lively neighborhood less likely to attract bullshit. Absolutely. And, and so I would take that any day of the week over like nobody ever doing anything or being out or, or whatever. Are there still like? So I live in a in a neighborhood, and all of our neighbors, um, I don't know, we're cordial with all of them. We'll say hi or whatever. The there's a single right. lady across. Uh, we have like a little pond in between our backyard and the next people's backyard, mm-hmm. and it's she said it's a little pond. It's actually a yeah, little yeah. stream. It's the ocean. A pond. It's called the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> right. And, uh, anywho, she said several times, she's like, oh, I've noticed you guys have party. This is years ago, but notice you guys right. have parties. I'll have to come over sometime. And we're like, yeah, come over if you see us out. And she's like, you guys look like you're fun. Uh, so all of our neighbors are pretty cordial, but I don't know how you, how do you get so loud that your neighbors call the cops on you? Well, what here, are you doing? here's how, okay. The people that like, so the people, and this is at my, again, my parents' neighborhood, right? So the people that live behind them have high school kids. Okay. That makes sense. And like, or, or maybe early college, right? The, pe- the, the, the neighborhood my parents live in is predominantly older people, mm-hmm. right? So the neighbors are, I think, late 70s or early 80s, Right. So you have these kids fucking yelling and screaming till literally like four or five in the morning. Where are their parents? What are they doing? Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Who knows? But wow. 
regardless, that that is probably why. But again, my theory is always that's awesome because it keeps you know there are people out. Yeah, people. Are, yeah. yeah, if they're if they're rolling through looking for a neighborhood to rob, they roll in there and they're like, "No, fuck this. We're going to a right. quiet neighborhood <laughs> mm-hmm. where nobody's up and nobody's looking." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, no, when I get, if I get to live till my seventies, right, I might have a different view on that. We'll see. But as of right now. We'll still be doing these podcasts. We'll get to find out. And we'll still have (laughs) pretty much no listeners. (laughs) Mape will still be there. Mape will be there. Um, Mape's got a question, doesn't he? He does. I I will say one thing about this topic before we jump to his question. Yeah. Is uh, my view of that changed when I had small children that need to sleep. Mm -hmm. At the point where you wake up the child, you, Mm -hmm. you can have terrible things happen to you, and I'm okay with it. I don't. How are they that loud? Oh, man, I guess I don't yeah. have loud neighbors, so I don't have a clue. The uh, so one neighbor next to us has um, I don't know teenage young teenage children. Yeah. The other one has like driving age high school, I guess sixteen, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple younger. But they're not we. They probably complain about us. <laughs> maybe we're the <laughs> maybe we're the loud neighbor. That's why I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. We've never had the cops called on us. Well, that's good. We don't play like loud music or anything, though. Uh, I mean, if people are over, we'd stay inside, or if we are outside, we tell people, you know, hey, keep it down, and then we normally move inside. It, you know, once it's like ten o'clock, it's like okay, people stay inside now. But, yeah, we're not, I don't know. That's crazy people get that loud. And they're not, like, fighting, like a domestic or something. No. That's a whole different ballgame, but. Just young kids being young kids. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Damn kids. Shut up over there. (laughs) Stay off the lawn. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Cal, what do you got? We had the MAPE question that we teed up. Do it. He wanted to know when are we going to do like a live interactive Sultans of Smoke? Like probably with video, you know, the whole shebang. Um, I, I told him he would have to convince Drew. We can do it. Tell him to get in touch with me. Does he know how? What's the best sure platform to do this on? He, he's got your Instagram. Do it, mate. Get, get in touch with me. We'll... We'll make it happen. That was way too easy. No, I don't. I don't care. You didn't even play hard to get. I think it would be kind of fun. I agree. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. All Tell right. Us how. Uh, so, so that that'll be coming. Next question: NC six seven eight nine. When's the last time you got nicotine sick? Uh, Moe's, uh, Patina Maduro. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of them? Yeah. That very first one I had was like, whoa. (laughs) But I think I talked about that on the podcast. I hadn't eaten or something or I don't remember what, but yeah, that was the last time. (laughs) 
<laughs> fairly fairly <laughs> recent this past summer. So like are we are we talking about like I guess what I'm trying to so he had uncontrollable bowel movements as a No, I didn't have uh, the, I didn't have that problem. <laughs> right. So he did, but I'm trying to think the last time, like, so would, all right. So what's our basis for like nicotine sick? Is it like, holy shit, I need some sugar or something. That's the point. I, that I would go past that. Right. Oh, what's then, that? I, I think the point where you need some sugar. Okay. Yeah. Everybody hits that every now and then. Right. I, I'm wondering like past that, the interesting stories. Oh, I don't, I don't have anything like that. I didn't like shit my pants. Well, I don't or give us an example. Well, so yeah, what do you early, got, on my, early on in my smoking <laughs> career, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was out with some friends, and I had a, an Opus X Power Ranger, nice, mm-hmm. which was way more powerful than I should have had at the time. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends dares me to inhale because he thinks that would be funny, <laughs> uh, and he was right. He was right. And I was subsequently throwing up in the bushes. It was funny to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's like a, a the level that I'm thinking, but. I don't know, every now and then you hit that that level of, well, I've smoked too much, I need to slow it down or right. grab a drink or whatever. Patina Maduro. Which is not even that strong of a cigar. Dude, I know. Believe it or not, I really get knocked out by Maduros. It's actually Connecticut that will hit me for whatever reason. Yeah, they they can do that. I have no idea why. I just But there are two cigars that generally will make me sick if I smoke them. And they're very good cigars. The Digger? For whatever reason. No. (laughs) Uh, LFD uh, Chapter 2. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a strong uh, cigar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what the fuck is in that cigar, but every time. And it's a good cigar, too. Like, it's a pretty good cigar. And uh, a a Le Bijou in the uh, Churchill size. That's a big cigar, though. Every time. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. also a sneaky, strong cigar. You don't expect yes. it to be as strong as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Torpedo won, what, Cigar of the Year in, like, 2015 or 16 or something? Something like right? that. Yeah, that, that, that cigar is strong. That's no joke. <laughs> Truth. But that's, right. the, that's the crazy thing about... You you have a cigar like that, right? And when was the last time you heard anybody talk about a Lady Uh Thirty seconds ago. Well, yeah. I, I don't. But know. I mean, it's just like it, it's incredible if you think about how long that cigar was. Only four years ago, right? Maybe five, right? Or has it been out longer than that? It's something like that. The range. One cigar of the year, if I remember correctly. And when was the last time you heard anybody talking about it? But that's the thing is people don't talk about the stuff that they, you know, their everyday smokes or the thing that they've been smoking right. for years. That's just not right. a topic of conversation, right? Right. You're like, hey, I had a, another black and mild today. Like, doesn't come up. <laughs> From a business perspective, I would be curious because I don't remember 
if the Jaime Garcia came out before the Le Bijou or the Le Bijou before the Jaime Garcia. But at least when I worked retail, they were almost, if we had one, if we didn't, if we were out of one, people would smoke the other. And I wonder if that's still the case. And if that cannibalized who smokes each of those, if that makes sense. Because I always used to see a lot of crossover between those two cigars. Those are both good cigars, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Jaime Garcia for the money is pretty hard to beat if you like broadly. For the money. That leads to his other question. Yes, it does. Nice job, Kyle. <laughs> uh, he wanted to know, how do you get a friend to realize that the cost of a cigar does not mean it will be amazing and that there are great cigars under 8 or $10. How do you get them to figure it out? Well, I, I don't know how many great cigars are under $8 anymore. Um, as, as I'm sure a lot of people have noticed, um, on at least, uh, you know, it seems like every other day somebody's announcing some sort of price increase. Um, but I don't really know what would be a really good cigar under $8 these days. I honestly don't. And I, I'm, I'm asking that to you guys to like, I don't know if you guys have any examples, but there are definitely some good cigars, really good cigars under 10 bucks. Patina you know? precipitation. Yeah. I mean, smoke that all day. <laughs> well, that's on. But that's, that's under eight. Yeah, I mean, here, here it is. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know how you would convince. Like, there are just some people that are so caught up on price and label and all of that that you could literally take whatever and put a certain band on it and people are going to love it. Even if it's something they don't normally like, I think there's a massive psychological impact of how much a cigar costs and what the band says. I really do. Yeah, I think that's true. I, I don't agree though. I think there are ways you can do it. So if you can get your friend to agree to smoke something blind, Right, where you take the band off of it and you say, I think you'll like this. Tell me if you do or not. Mm-hmm. You might be able to catch them that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then be like, that was cheap, sucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> or you'd be like, you know, whatever. Maybe you could even do one of their sort of expensive, fancy ones. Right? I didn't really like that that much. Okay, weird. Why are you paying $30 for them? Um, but I think that's really the way to change people's minds is to actually have them experience a thing for themselves and understand it. Outside of that, I don't know if they actually go and they pay for that cigar and they fork over $5, they're not going to have the expectation. Um, I think Mo is a hundred percent right about that. It's just like, you know how they did those studies about wine and they put the same wine in different bottles and, the bottle that was more expensive people liked more <laughs> literally the same liquid in a different bottle 
yeah. incredible. And they said it was better because they paid more for it. So right. there's definitely something psychological there. You mm-hmm. got to break that. Yeah. And trust me, I'm speaking this from experience, right? I mean, there are that that's a very very tough battle to get people to give something they've never necessarily heard of a chance. It's probably almost easier if you come in at the same price as everybody else, right? If your goal is to come in and beat the the market pricing on cigars, you've probably made a tactical error. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm not really going to buy like a $4 cigar and say, this is probably the best thing I've ever had. You're going to have to convince me on that. Even if that's what they should actually cost. I have no idea. Sure. So, I I'm a so, and I know we have talked a little bit to those the is it standard and Twain the dudes that do the uh, blind stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about having them on, and, and maybe we need to. Um, but I really think that that's a, a very cool way to. Um. To to find out what your palate really is. Mm-hmm. without uh you know without the uh what's the word i'm looking for the uh bias yeah yeah exactly i was listening to kma the other week and they were talking about how smoke in is going to do a similar thing soon mm. so if listeners are interested it's like a connoisseurs club or something they called it but it's a bunch of blind cigars too. I think these are specifically made for the club, so it's a little different. Mm. Gotcha. But either way, I, I like the idea of not knowing what you're smoking and learning more that way. Yeah. There you have it. There it is. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I really think there's a handful of cigars over twenty something bucks that are that are truly worth it. The rest, are you're you're just buying it for a name. Yeah. And some people are totally fucking cool with that, and they and they're and they're not shy about it. You know. Yeah, why not? It's legit. All right, we had another question. Uh, Rambler guy KY. And we don't have Danny on, so this will be, we're going to make this up as we go uh, because that's our go to when Danny's not here. Uh, Where do the names Baracoa and Voyage come from? Drew, what do you want to make up? Um. He likes he likes smoking meat so much, but he didn't want to use barbacoa. So he decided to use <laughs> his voyage of smoking meat <laughs> and uh and changed the name around. It's hidden it's hidden meaning for him. 
He doesn't want everybody to know this. <laughs> Spill in the secrets. Yeah. All right. He's not great at spelling. Mo, do you have a guess? Do I? Uh, so the voyage is in reference to his journey to manhood from from adolescence. And uh, and yeah, man, he's a, he's a big uh, big barbecue guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't deny that he is. No, he's a he's a grill master. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his path to manhood. It's the grill. Yeah. <laughs> and now he just needs those. Uh, Nike cross trainers and jean shorts. Ah, some jorts. T-shirt with the pocket. <laughs> T-shirt with the pocket. <laughs> nice. Tucked in. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I think the real answer... Uh, is is that the voyage is about the voyage of Christopher Columbus and uh Paracoa is a city on the eastern end of Cuba where he Columbus landed right so it all kind of comes together that way where do you come up with this shit Cal yeah I don't just fucking make it up out of my ass <clears throat> it's actually about real. Christopher Columbus's voyage to adolescence through smoking meat on the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria um, on the high seas. There you go. That's more realistic. It's actually kind of interesting when you talk about boats and tobacco back in the day. Uh, it's gonna, we'll go off on a small geeky tangent. One of, the reasons, one of the reasons that tobacco did not very quickly sort of spread from the Americas to Europe and everywhere else uh, was that it, it didn't last. They couldn't transport it very well in ships, right? They didn't know mm -hmm. the conditions to keep it in at all. Mm -hmm. And it just went to shit. Mm -hmm. So what you actually found was that tobacco was spread into many parts of the world by sailors because they actually had access to the stuff. And that the, the biggest barrier for, for almost a hundred years uh, not quite that long, but but a good long chunk of time was that they couldn't transport it effectively. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on that, Drew? Um, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question for you guys, speaking of barbecue and all of that. Yep. Do you... Is there a, and this can come off as very judgmental, but like if a skinny dude comes up to you and is, and is trying to give you like great places to eat, do you take it as seriously <laughs> as somebody that looks like they know how to fucking eat? So, so this is how I see it though. I know, I know where you're going, but sometimes that bigger person will eat anything. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and and their their taste isn't as refined. Mm -hmm. So a skinny dude, I think, uh mm, still still the same but but we need just a, a just a good dad bod. 
<laughs> yes, that that's the yes, I agree. That's that's the winning ticket. I think. A little a little picky, a little choosy. Doesn't doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to waste that meal, you know, cuz he, he works out some. Does, yeah. a, does a little bit of jogging around the neighborhood. And and when he eats crappy, he's eating something really good. That's crappy. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> I I'm inclined to agree. That's how I how? see it. Yeah. No, I think that's legit. I think Drew hit it right on the head. Uh, I do I do know some skinny people that can eat though. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you gotta be a little careful if you just kind of prejudge that. I would I always give people the benefit of the doubt, but if I'm taking eating uh or food suggestions from somebody, I wanna see a little pouch. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a little soft. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want some fucking juiced out muscle head, whatever, telling me I gotta. You know, no. no, he's eating boiled, boiled chicken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. everything tastes you good. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta find those guys in the middle. Yeah. But I was just thinking about this because I was, I was watching uh, what's that, Chopped or whatever. You know that show on Food Network mm-hmm. where you got to have a certain amount of time to do whatever. And I was thinking to myself, like, is there a way to tell if someone's going to be a good chef? Like, is there a look to it? You know what I mean? Is mm. there like a look to if that makes sense? Yeah. Doesn't matter, male, female, doesn't matter. But a look is there? Is there a proportion? Is there a size? Is there a a way that you could just tell somebody knows food? That's kind of not a hundred percent, but a little bit extra is usually what people look for. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Just a random thought. It's legit. Do we have more questions tonight? I don't think so. Did you have more topics? You had mentioned some topics. I. I think I gave them all. Fair. <laughs> I said I had some. I I got yeah. like three questions in. Yeah, that's, that's pretty healthy. Don't ask this. for too much here. <laughs> Under promise, over deliver. Exactly. <laughs> so obviously, it's that time of the year when the lists start coming out. Uh, oh God! Right. Yep. Yeah, gonna be interesting. Do you have lists that you guys pay attention to? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to start off by I, I want to thank Cigar Noise Boys for for putting the Patina Maduro in their list for 2020. That that's awesome. Uh, you know, you always appreciate showing up in a list. Um. Some. Some carry more weight, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I've always found the most personal joy in the ones that I know are picked because of the cigar. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
It's interesting. I, I think you, you're very right about that, right? Like every list, <laughs> if you're a manufacturer, every list is stupid until it has your cigar on it, and then you promote the shit out of it, and these yeah, people are yeah. awesome, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And if you're a consumer, every list is stupid until you look at it and agree with it. Right? You're like, oh, that actually looks pretty reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So, like, I think the Cigar Noise Boys list was generally pretty good as an example. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. if they had had a bad list, I mean, we just wouldn't mention it. No, their, their list was, was solid. I mean, unfortunately, most of those cigars I haven't smoked, but they're all from reputable people that take what they do seriously. So... Um, I'll have to check. I'll have to check that one out. I'm curious what's going to be the cigar of the year this year for Cigar Aficionado. I think that'll be really interesting. I don't know if they're going to have the plethora of choices that, that they've had in recent years. Um, they could always go some sort of old school pick. Um, with that said, uh, any guesses? No. From you guys? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> have they annu- I, mean, I haven't even seen what they... Ahead. Have they announced stuff? Some? I haven't even looked. I haven't paid attention to anything. I haven't looked to you. Yeah, me neither, to be honest. Um, I don't know, but... Yeah, I really... This is about the time, though, when they start releasing, isn't yeah. it? Right around Christmas? Cow, you pay attention to all that. Did they... Normally, by now, they've already released it all, right? Yeah, CA is in January. Oh. Uh, okay. For this year. They moved it or what? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I mean, over the last month, there seems to be a new cigar coming out every day. Literally. Yeah, yeah but they don't, they don't do it based on what's new. They do it based on what they smoke this, this year. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's a little different for them. But... There may have been some stuff released recently that in some of the other lists that maybe would have showed up had it been earlier in the year that won't now. I kind of like a I kind of like a list that is um, a combination old stuff, new stuff. Look, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, how long how long has it been since you guys have had the Ashton VSG since we mentioned it earlier? Maybe that thing is freaking on fire this year. Mm -hmm. It's like damn. We got to get one of those by a box. Maybe, I don't know, whatever comes back next year. And it's like, holy shit, that thing's even better this year. So, yeah, I don't, I get the new list. It's, it's cool, but I want something that's going to keep coming back to that list too. Yeah, it's weird to say something's the cigar of the year if it's not like actually better than the competition. Yeah. Right, if there's it's just the best of what came in out. Humidor and it's the best one this year, but it's number 100. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coop does it in interesting way, Cigar Coop. He does a two-year rolling thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But who knows? People like new stuff. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. people who pay attention to these lists and people who make these lists like new stuff, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, guys? The Oliva V is still a good cigar. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise. Yep. <laughs> still true. Still true. I So uh, I had an interesting conversation with a retailer today. And we were talking about, um, you know, some of the stuff that he's working on uh, going into next year and uh, maybe some of the things that we could anticipate for next year. Um, And I was telling one of my friends the other day, I said, people act like the calendar turning to January 1st is a vaccine. Yeah. Like it erases oh, everything. It's just a you, sh- you, yeah. you get to start over on day one. Come on, yeah. everybody knows that. Twenty twenty is over. No more COVID. No more anything. Just back to normal. Yep. It's unbelievable. So obviously that's not going to be the case. January. Still, January is ahead. just the thirteenth month of twenty twenty. <laughs> Right, in February will be the 14th month, and March yes. will be the 15th month. Yes. Month. No, no, no. It's just like a New Year's resolution, right? After yeah. On that first day, I've, I've lost 50 pounds. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I still think if, if you're a retailer, you have to figure out how to operate in this new normal, Right. And I think at least for, and other people might disagree. I mean, there are some parts in the country where literally nothing has changed. (laughs) I mean, it's still, you know, whatever, business as usual. But for a lot of the country, it is different too. And so it'll be interesting to see how, uh, if we have to continue to uh, deal with, these things well into 2021, how retailers are going to adjust. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be interesting. Just like anybody else. It's interesting to see who adapts and who doesn't. Right. Right. So I don't know. It'll be, uh, like I said, man, I'm, I'm hoping to get back on the road uh, sometime first quarter. It's my goal. We'll see. Let's do it. Well, so when you do, <laughs> swing on up. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny you say that, Kyle, because I think the first trip will be local, like Wisconsin or where I don't have to fly. Yeah, you got to test those waters, too. Absolutely. Make sure it's worth the travel before you go <laughs> right. across the country. Right. Mm-hmm. So I might get back on the road with old Todd. There you go. Test the waters. Maybe go visit T-Bone. Those are some waters to test right there. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best. But, yeah, I mean... I have I have my barometers that I that I watch for where we're at in the return to normal process, and the big money places are not moving towards going back to normal operations anytime soon. 
Next that sounds Monday. like summer, so from what people are saying, summer, fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not because they give a fuck about their employees. They don't. They just don't want to get sued. <laughs> 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 That's the truth. So, you know, whatever. So, anyway, my point being is I hope everybody... By the time we're on our next episode, Christmas will have come and passed. I I, I hope everybody uh, has an awesome Christmas, and and please, you know, be smart about whatever you decide to do. Yep. Do it. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Fucking carolers. Fucking carolers. Um... Is that what they did? Yogi, 1966, said he hopes we have a very Merry Christmas. You as well, brother. You as well. Very good guy. That's all we got for this week. But we'll see you next week. You got it. All right, guys. Have a good one. (laughs) All right, boys. See ya. Have a good one, guys. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>